moving to oneness. Nourishing curiosity. Embracing differences. Becoming one. This island, Bali, has shared with me and my family such beautiful moments, such beautiful energy. So I felt called to do share some of this energy directly here from this island with you. Hello, I'm Miley, your host of the Moving to Oneness podcast show. Bali fits our motto, oneness. Everywhere I look is oneness. You could feel it and still can feel it in people's way of life. How the encumbrance community, nature, the cosmos, spirituality, and animals in anything they do every single day. And being immersed into that energy feels nourishing, feels comfortable, one can relax. And I understand why so many people come here, why they're called to come, why they're pulled to be here. There were so many springs, water springs, and I was lucky to be in one with, don't ask me all the names, (laughs) I, I will write down a few notes and um, to come to my Facebook page or the Moving to Oneness Facebook group or YouTube. I will show and write about that of Moving to Oneness. So you can read the names and uh, read maybe the blog that I'm writing later about this beautiful trip and see images so you can understand better what is coming through. Yeah, and going back to oneness, this symbol of a circle is in all temples. Really, it doesn't matter from which religion. And on this island, there have been different people dictating religions. Uh, goes back to right? The influence of India, the influence of the Dutch, the influence of Islam. And, you know, if you go back more and more years, hundreds, thousands of years, there's influence from groups of people around the world, Polynesian islands. But the amazing thing, so going back to the circle, they have a few symbols. They have this cross, right, showing connection to one person to the other, the connection to the earth, connection to the skies, right, the spiritual world, and that there is this cross point, very similar to the medicine wheel. You all know that, right? The wind directions. But also the whole time I could feel there 
Indonesians, and we had one guest here on the podcast, uh, Nate. He spoke a lot about Indonesian um, martial arts and the strength and being connected to oneness carries through, even though I think there was a big battle where most of these men that knew that knowledge uh, got killed. And so now it's trickling also through here again. The young men are looking and women to receive that knowledge. Right? They're so strong. They have an endurance uh, that is hard to find somewhere else. And that is uh, fascinating. And also these men of these martial arts, they had to be very, very, very spiritual, strong training, like almost like a shaman training, priesthood training for uh, many years of sensing energy, feeling energy. I do think, though, once they were so in their natural state, they didn't even need to do that. And I remember my teacher even said how fascinated how they can move nowadays heavy weight in the blink of an eye where we would need 20 men. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. And then they have so many volcanoes here. I've been in few craters and I've stayed for four days in one of the craters and I could sense what was doing with me. It was pulling things out that still needed to leave. Uh, it was cooler up there, right? So they have the juxtaposition of the warmth. The vastness of ecosystems on this island, right? If you again look north, south, west of uh, the mountains, mountains, volcanoes, sorry. And then the many gorges where you have a very quick switch of plantations or uh, plantings, plants, right? From very lushness to very dry. It's amazing. These, on this small island, oh God, I could talk about <laughs> that a lot. I've been tasting the wildest things, all different fruits. We had a driver body. You heard him last week. Uh, who's a good example of oneness and uh, being invited in the hospitality. They smile so much here. They look right in your eyes. They take time to bless the world. Anything they do, I was invited or being blessed for, right? right? I drove by, I walked by with our driver. I said, oh, this is your client. This is, I was so often introduced as a friend. Oh, well, the next blessing, I'll bless you too. So the generosity of being there for each other and that they help each other out, magical. Community is so strong here. And I think this is why so many come here. I think many don't know it, right? It's the water spring, the water synchronizes them to the natural source, uh, the energy of the volcano, the energy of the ocean, the plants, the birds. Every area has different sounds and tones of birds. <laughs> and when was it yesterday? I was woken up around six and the sun rises. And it was so loud. I almost recorded it for all of you. 
I'm mesmerized, but I leave nourished, full, an appreciation of all our natural crafts, because they produce so much with their hands, but with love and dedication. If it's the offering and the flowers in these offerings, the food, the money, the movements, the women walk so beautifully erect, proud, they can carry so much on uh, their heads. Yeah? And then so they walk all day this way, and then in their beautiful skirts and clothing they put on this femininity to them, but also with the surety. And the men too. And it was interesting, we were in, uh, invited to a uh, uh, my driver's village to stay there two days to take part of cremation ceremony and we got dressed and the men wear their hats they all have so much symbolism so the hats there right they they meet mostly on the third eye and so you can focus on the oneness of the blacksmith that was his village seven and then you have uh, so many others right all the priests are in white and this cleansing where i was invited was the water for thousands of years and is spread to so many visitors. So this water is being carried through people, its wisdom throughout the world. I just thought that was amazing. And people, you feel refreshed. I felt refreshed. I could see the change within seconds in uh, my son, my husband. Right? We did that as an arrival ceremony in a way to, to really be welcomed. And they welcome you everywhere. So, I don't know. What of all of this, if you have been on Bali or if you've been drawn here, do come. Can you integrate more in your life? Slowing down, appreciation, appreciation of everything existing, right? And then I also thoughts coming back to see people how to work with uh, natural material. We have lost that. We're starting to lo look for these things again, right? Taking time to create materials, products we use with our hand, our food. Yes, it is sometimes labor intensive or strength intensive, but we're made for this and we've been neglecting, I believe, our bodies. Do we all know enough of how things are being produced? So we can give more respect to what we eat, what we wear, or what we use in our everyday life. So I invite you to look at these things because I think they're going to become more and more important. And maybe people also come here to see it again, right? The visual and, and being emerged into a life. Monetary, is that maybe good? Hard to compare. You saw so many smiles. I've I've been I've seen people live everywhere <laughs> but still there was always a smile happiness and they uh, find it important to be happy where have we lost our happiness in the rush to get or receive where we have 
neglected family, friends, community. Right here, they sit outside on the street. The animals are right in front of them. There's a dog at any entrance. They have temples in front and back of their homes, giving blessings there and, 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 and making them, right, with andacht, uh, with appreciation, creating these beautiful art pieces in a way that tomorrow won't be there anymore for their work, for everything. Not that we have to do that everywhere else, but what can I include? What can you include? What can we include or bring from your tradition back, right? This is only an example of how our life was many years ago, hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago. What in your tradition, because, right, so we're from around this globe on this podcast, moving to oneness. What can we cherish again? And what can questions can we ask from our elders? How can we ask questions from our ancestors that don't live anymore, but maybe you do a meditation? What did they do? What was important for them? And what are our old, own traditions or old traditions is important to re-include into our life and important to provide for our children? So I take this along. Oh, and so much more. The warmth, the food, cooking out, outdoors or in front of the street. For years and people stop and that is so much communication, right? Maybe some climates for us are not warm enough to do that, not live there. But can we invite people to our homes more and share our dinner with them and exchange stories? So whoever watched out for my cat while I was gone, I'm going to do a beautiful cooking for his family. And uh, what I've learned here, I was honored to be invited back into a kitchen and, and watch. Mi Goreng, my husband and son loved that so much. So now I know how to do it. So I'll share a little Bali energy with these people. So what can you do? And the health the health of people, they were healthy. You could compare to the, our tourists. Whatever they eat is right. And they, everything they eat grows around their corner. They have their own stock or the stock is in the family. Or if it's not, it's in the next region. They drive through there anyway. Can we watch out what kind of nutrition we take to ourselves? How it's being produced? Is it that? that we don't produce it ourselves anymore, in a way killing us faster, making us unhealthy, more depressed? Oh, those were big questions. To see all those temples was beautiful. The ocean, the colors of green and blue, the wind. This was and is still magical. So I'm going with a filled heart back to Germany over Bangkok. <laughs> And I was happy to be present in so many places, communities, in my two and a half weeks here with my family. Nay, you wait, I 